Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Ghost Crawler. I am totally off the leash and you are listening to The Instance. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. Hey, congratulations, Greg Street. I played that this morning because he got his uh, his Ghost Crawler yeah, Twitter he's account. Ghost Crawler again. Yeah, well he's done. No longer, he's no longer the Greg formerly known as Ghost Crawler. That's right. He's not Occupy Greg Street or whatever it was. Uh, I guess Blizzard decided that was fine after four years or whatever to go ahead and give that name up and let him have it back. So, at Ghostcrawler for Greg Street, who no longer works at Blizzard, but is still a voice to be reckoned with. Uh, Welcome to The Instance, everybody. This is Instance episode 526. It's June 15th, 2018. I'm Scott Johnson. Patrick Beja, all the way from the countryside of Finland. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I sure spent a lot of time with you last week. And I? that was enjoyable at every second. Was it? Right? Right. <laughs> sure, why not? I enjoyed the hell out of it. I had a great time hanging out with you. So uh, if people want to know Thank what you. that was about, go check out either uh, Frenchspin.com or Frogpants.com, and you'll find all of our archives of our commentary for the E3 conferences. It was a blast. And we did a little follow-up show at the end of it all to kind of sum it up and uh, look at the year that was yeah. E3. Uh, E3 wrap-up. Always a fun time. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I had a blast. I always enjoy it. It wore me out, though. I pretty much turned into a giant turd on uh, Tuesday, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, also, Pat, uh, Garrett Weinzerl here. Hey, Garrett. What's going on, Florida man? Oh, hello, Scott. Hello, hello, Patrick. Mm. It's, uh, you know, it's Florida. That's what's going on. Have you set and fired anything or jumped out of a building or done anything weird? Because that's that's what Florida or, man does. Is that what's going on in Florida? Because, like, you know, that, that's not that's pretty generic, man. Like, if you want it Florida specific, you got to ask about uh, Flocka. Alligators. Alligators. And, yeah, yeah. Those weird, like, uh, propeller boats that almost float. Those kind of things, right? Sure. sure. <laughs> that almost float? They yeah. definitely float. Do they float? Oh, I, I meant almost fly. That's what. I... <laughs> they wouldn't work very well if they almost floated. Well, I think when technically, if they get a little bit off the the water because they're almost flying, then they're also almost floating. So this is a good point. Am I am I wrong? Really? No, am is, I wrong? This is a decent point. <laughs> I, I guess this is talking about. We're we talking floating like balloons float, or we're we talking floating like boats float because <laughs> they definitely already do the boat floating. Yeah. Okay. Um, fine. Fine. We we can explore this further in another show uh, that we can call "Do Boats Float." Yes. Do boats float <laughs> with Patrick and Garrett? Fantastic. Can't wait. Looking forward to that mini series coming soon to a podcast player near you. All right. So here's the deal. Uh, let's forget about you know meth addicts and Walmart parking lots for a minute. Let's... What? Is, wait. What is this server you invited me to? Oh, did I invite you to something that was an accident? I right clicked you and something okay. happened, but I didn't see what happened. Ignore it. Okay. I. <laughs> I don't want to say the name of the thing you invited me to. <laughs> really? Um, Go ahead and say it. What is it? What is it? Oh, should I say? Yeah, it's nothing say. like too bad. It's just weird. 
What is it? Is it the shit one? The Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's shit on the floor. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure I want to. Oh, is it your rating thing? Yeah, let's say it's the rating thing because yeah. uh, you have to avoid the, the, the poop on the floor. It is I, a, I assume yeah. that's where he goes for Rick and Morty commentary. Yeah. Every time. Oh, well, I don't know that. Shit okay. on the floor. Have you, you've watched Rick and Morty, haven't you, Patrick? No, I haven't. I watched like a couple and it was weird and I didn't like it, which <sighs> is pretty much blasphemy to say that, that on the internet. So yeah. I apologize in advance to everyone I've offended. But I don't know. It wasn't. It was. You know like what? I, I'm gonna. I'll make a. I have a prediction about why you didn't like it. And you tell me if you think okay. I'm totally wrong here. I think that you, generally speaking, have a disposition of, <clears throat> of uh, kindness and rightness. And I think that show can be a little mean. So I think it's very sarcastic and fun and a good time. I really like Rick and Morty. I think it's great. But it's kind of mean. And I mean, just like um, mean in general. Like generally speaking, it's a little bit mean. Do you do you not agree? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. It's like mean and gross and like the 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 like what's the name of the professor doctor dude? <laughs> Rick? That's Rick. Oh, is it Rick? One of the okay. two names? Yeah, it's Rick. Okay, well there you go. Already? The professor, you know the professor. So, so <laughs> Professor Rick, it seems like he he's not very like maybe his ultimate goal is to better the the you know condition of mankind but when he's uh, interacting with morty directly he doesn't seem to have a lot of consideration for his feeling or well-being yeah uh which concerns me a little bit uh, this, so this, this is this is there's true. a bit of that sure. also it's gross <laughs> he keeps like barfing and burping all the time I'm, I'm not i'm not into those all right there you so, go there's the difference between the french so i'm not going to be joining your shit on the floor discord server that, that is indeed what it was named after it is a gaming related thing but it's it's not even a server i use anymore so i don't know why i invited you to it but i did I'll, there you I'll, go. I'll, so what, what we're hearing is that Patrick will not be getting Swifty anytime soon. No, he will not be getting Swifty. He doesn't even know what okay. that means. If I came up to Patrick and yelled in his face, show me what you got, he wouldn't even know what that was. Would he? No. Yeah. I would probably, like, I don't know, show you my <laughs> wallet because I thought I was being robbed. Show <laughs> me what you got. Give me all your money. Yeah, no, it's... it's I mean, a... yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really just enjoying uh, a, a, a counter opinion because uh, everyone loves Rick and Morty, myself, myself included. Yeah, it is good yeah. to have... Look, we're if we're not different, what are we? That's what I say. Well, uh, <laughs> a hive mind. There you go. That's also bad, isn't it? Um, hey, uh, we're back, everybody. Thanks for being here. It's uh, good to be here. We got lots to talk about, and uh, uh, I'll even uh, eat a little crow later in the show. I'm not prepared to do it yet, but I will. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Let's talk about Warcraft. Okay, uh, here's what we learned yesterday. Oh no, before we talk about this, the new the new uh, title music is out, and I like it, but I'm a little. Well, I'm gonna play a little of it. All right. And and then we'll talk about why I'm I, I have seemed like I'm hesitant about this. So here's here's what it's gonna sound like. It's a little little tentative at the beginning. In the back you hear the do 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 stuff that you always hear. Well there's a na -na 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 -na. that's in there. Alright, wait for it, wait for it. So let's talk about it for a second. The re I think it sounds cool. I'm excited, especially for an, uh, uh, an expansion without 
well, with less of a theme than usual. Usually it's like, there's a dragon, or we got to deal with the, the Illidan thing. You know, so you have music that's themed toward that sort of stuff. This is more like, oh, we're back to war again, and the war drums and the slow buildup and all that. The only reason I'm hesitant to say that I think it's really good is because I know that there's no input from Russell Brower this time around, and I feel weird about that. And I know that we're biased. I get it. We've had him on the show. He's a friend of the program. I felt really sad when they let him go. Um, but there's just a little piece of me that says, well, is it all it could be if Russell's not there? Uh, or, or at the very least, it's just kind of a melancholy, like, oh, yeah, they had to move on. You know, they had to keep making music, of course. That had to still be a thing. And truthfully, in the past, it wasn't always him working on the main theme anyway. He may have had some leadership role there, but it was often other composers and, and others who would contribute. It was always a group effort. But still, there's this little piece of me. Am I wrong to feel that way, Garrett? Is there a little piece of you that mourns? Well uh, well, Scott, you're you're a human being, and you are an, entitled to your fandom and your opinions. So I would not say you are wrong. Oh, <laughs> this well, is very this is very subjective, Scott. What, some what, subjective stuff. What I wish you hadn't told me. Yeah. Uh, that that Russell wasn't working on it because I did not know that, and now anything I say is going to be colored by that now fact. Um, <laughs> What did you but, think of uh, it then? What did you think of it raw without knowing any of that? Well, that is the first time I've actually heard it. I haven't heard the new Logan oh, music, and no. uh, it, it's it's uh, not I don't uh, not their strongest work. Oh. Uh, also, thank you, Scott, for two weeks in a row making me critique artists, which I don't feel comfortable doing. <laughs> I like to destroy your progressive ways and uh, make it make it hard for you to be objective. That's my plan, Patrick. Do you do you share my uh, weird I don't know regret or whatever this feeling is I'm having? Um, so I listened to it uh, earlier and I didn't listen to the entirety. It's like, as always, it's like 12 minutes. Uh, but the first four or five minutes, there are, uh, you know, pieces of themes from previous games. Mm -hmm. And I didn't find in this one something that I can really relate to like I did maybe in the others. Like, I maybe I don't know them well enough, but I tried to find the one from Legion. And there's one moment which is, amazing let me see if i can right there's this this part mm -hmm. uh where is it it's here okay can you hear this yeah yeah, yeah. so this part oh that's very legion isn't it yeah and this is like it swells and it's so heroic and for Azeroth, and then Varian exactly, jumps in to the exactly. thing, yeah. And, and then, you know, then it's like, I want to get up and grab my sword and fight the horde, you know? <laughs> that um, particular <laughs> melody, uh, which came in yeah. with Legion, is, is the most memorable, I think, in the last decade of Warcraft yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's, I think it's amazing, and I love it. And there isn't that in um, in the in this one. Mm. So I don't I'm not quite sure if it's this that I'm missing or if it's like something that it was in Legion, but wasn't in the previous games. So it's it, Legion was the exception. I don't know. But when I think about Warcraft music now, I think about this bit, like this one minute bit. Yeah. And I, I, I often get, go back to it and listen to it on loop. And I, you know, I'm walking in the forest here and outside the house and I'm like mimicking like 
fighting orcs and stuff like that. So oh, I don't tell know. Me, I mean, tell me you're out there with like a swinging a stick around, just uh, sure. yelling your yeah. yelling your, your <laughs> war cry. Patrick, no, stick. I I, uh, I get my uh, Blizzard five year sword and uh, I swing it around in the forest. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. We're we're mm-hmm. we. How 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 dare I forget? You have an actual Blizzard sword. I'm also not a euphemism. Swinging his sword in the <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so here's or maybe a, both. So I'm but, gonna. I yeah, think so, I think Garrett is so right. Not, it's more like yeah. a best. It's like a best of kind of thing, right? Like it's almost like a medley of previous work, and that's okay. It's like a hey, remember all these sounds? Remember this memory we're all having? But it doesn't have a voice of its own, like Patrick said. It doesn't necessarily jump out that way. And I'm not going to necessarily attribute that and say, well, it's because Russell's not there. But maybe it's because Russell's not there. That's all. <laughs> I, w- I, I, w- I would I mean, say, like, give it time. Wait until you hear the whole soundtrack. Um, and, and wait until you've heard it 15 million times as well. Oh, so yeah, when you log in every day. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, Because yeah. this, this is your login music. And so when you log in and then go get a drink and come back, this is what will be playing, hopefully. It's very easy to get married to composers, right? Like it's hard to think of Star Wars without without uh 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 oh John Williams. God, Williams without John Williams. Yeah. And uh and while he did he did the theme for the solo movie, he didn't do the rest of it. The rest of the score was done by John Powell and Who uh, is great. John but, Powell is great. It's just that yeah. it's not it's not the same. I totally know what you're saying. I totally know what you're well, saying. Where I was going was I thought John 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 Powell killed it. I thought the solo soundtrack was amazing. Oh wow, really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't like the I didn't like it so much. It didn't feel like Star Wars to me. It was okay. I mean, I like John Powell's generally, so it was that was fine. But usually, I like I can tell you see a Jurassic Park movie, one of these last two. I hear that new one's terrible. But anyway, uh, uh, but I mean the last one was pretty bad. So that last one was at least it was fun and fan servicey. You know, like you could kind of have a good time. <laughs> like, My point was going to be the Jurassic World has a lot of problems, and and the soundtrack is not the biggest one no it's okay but also you know when you you're like oh john williams and then it goes to someone else and you're like oh that's someone else and that's fine again it's fine (laughs) and that's what i'm saying here it's okay that it isn't russell he's still going to provide music in various capacities at times it'll be like a contract type deal we don't know what that is yet we're trying to get back on the show for kind of a follow-up he says he's into it we just have to figure out a time so we'll do that but i just i guess i wanted to take this opportunity to say Sounds good. Good job. Got an opening thing. Well done, guys. Also, I missed. I think I missed the Russell touch, even though I'm not sure I'm how to detect it. I just know it in my heart and my soul. A moment of silence, everybody. Let's have one. All right, let's not have one. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, what happened <laughs> yesterday. Ian Hazakosta sat down with another uh, interview with Lore, community manager, and talked about the upcoming... Uh, 8.0 patch along with many other things like he is often uh, willing to do, which is great. And there are a few things that I culled from it that I thought were interesting. You can catch the entire video on the World of Warcraft Twitch page. They have the VOD there and um, I watched it and it was good. I mean, it's like it always is, just Ian answering questions. And I, w- I would say this though real quick, just a reminder that um, it's it's almost as if, someone on Twitter told me this and I'd like to share this. It's almost as if Blizzard is promising everyone a free mount if you go to the Twitch page while they're doing one of these Q&As and just spam type over and over legacy servers as often as you can. You'd think that they were all going to win something the way those people would behave in there. Anyway, it's a side note. Knock it off. You're a bunch of weenies. Quit it. Secondly, (laughs) 
I'm going to get heat for that. I'm not saying wanting a legacy server sucks. I'm saying why spam the channel? They know you want it. They already know. It's not going to help for you to go. And they're legacy already server. doing it. And they're so, already doing uh, it. So you spamming it is a waste of everybody's freaking breath. So knock it off. All right. A uh, Counterpoint. Mm. Um, having Twitch chat open past 1,000 <laughs> viewers is pointless. <laughs> it's a good point. Uh, is that your limit, the thousand? I think I'd probably around six hundred. I'd probably start. Actually, yeah, it's yeah. probably a lot, a lot fewer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ch I check out after four. Yeah, that's too much. After four viewers, <laughs> four viewers. That's pretty after good. After four viewers, Patrick like gets three some... is as many as used I can to be have cool when it was just the three of us. <laughs> now it's all commercial. But then Scott shows up and everything goes to hell, straight to hell. So here's here's the thing I noticed when Patrick and I were doing the the E3 coverage. Uh, every chat room that we we're watching the streams from were nightmarish. Like it was, I don't understand what that is. I made a gif of one and it's just, it's like a stock ticker in 1929. It's like, Oh no, the market's crashing and you can't tell, you can't read any of that. What is the point of it? Why, Why even have it? Them? I don't, I just see it. And then I, I do always turn it off, but it's always there at first. And then I just marvel at This is humanity in a, in a form of expression and it sucks. It's like a, <laughs> well, it's it's humanity if you put 15,000 people in the same room and tell them everyone yell something now at the same time. Right, which in it's, name another forum where that where that's a thing. Nowhere. Uh uh concerts, festivals, uh fairgrounds. Um Yeah, but can you imagine restaurant. Let's imagine a thousand people at a I don't know, Foo Fighters concert and the entire time all they yell is Whatever the equivalent to uh, legacy servers is. Egg monkey land, wrench, land. <laughs> monkey wrench, monkey wrench. <laughs> uh, it smells like Teen Spirit. They want them to do like old hits from the from the days before they were formed. That's that's just straight up disrespectful. It really is too soon. Really. <laughs> anyway, the point is uh, that sucked, and I hate that. But they did answer a bunch of good questions. Some of them were pre-selected. I don't think any of them came from the chat because, again, how do you call that? But. Uh, they said that the expansion pre-patch went up on the PTR. That's 8.0. So that is there. Uh, you can go mess around with that. That's very good news. That means very small tweaks and emergency fixy type things will happen between now and the expansion. But for the most part, if you're playing the PTR, this is the full meal deal. Uh, and well, no, not exactly, Scott. This is the pre-patch, meaning it's the one we might get in like I don't know, a couple of weeks, maybe a bit more. Well, on PTR, uh, you get everything. The systems. Right, right. On PTR, you get everything, though. For you and I. No, 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 no. Yeah. This isn't the beta. This is the PTR. You don't get access to the um, to the, the new continents or anything like that. This is the one that's going to go live like six weeks before the, be the, the game launches. Oh, that means so everyone's the, got access no, to this. The, Anybody can get in there then. Yeah. And and once it hits live, which is going to be probably in two weeks, I guess, um, you're going to have all the systems and every you know the war mode, the new talent system, the artifacts disabled, everything from uh, the expansion, except of course the new continents and the new features. Right, that's uh, true. So this is the actual pre-patch. This is a good point. I didn't think about that. So. This means, yeah, it's more. It's almost like a signal. Class like, changes, stat twist, uh, right. squ uh, squish, everything. All the systems are there, just not the content. Like we, the new we're, content. We're real close. We're middle of June, and so that puts us at uh, two months away from the release of Battle for Azeroth. Right. Now, yeah. if Patrick's right, and it's in two weeks, I'm not touching Warcraft for two weeks. Not going near it. <laughs> 
There's nothing I need to do right now that I can't do in two weeks. And I would rather, I would rather uh, be fresh for changes. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, what, what, what am I yeah, going to do yeah. in two weeks? I, no, I mean, there's nothing did, to do. Did you, did you get your uh, pathfinding achievement? Hell no. That's a bunch of work. It's all kinds of work. You didn't? No. No, I'm terrible I'm at those. So disappointed. This is dude, this is old news for me. I am ba- guess what I also don't have uh pathfinding in Warlords of Draenor, the previous expansion to Legion. I also don't have it for Legion. Why? Cuz I hate busy work. I just want to ha- have it. Like I wait, here's what they should do. I think people should earn that and get it. I think that's great and you should have the pathfinding thing. I think by the when the new expansion launches, it should just retroactively pop. Like when Legion came out on the day it came out, Draenor should be flyable by everybody. That's what I no, think. No, it should not. Yes. It, I put a lot of work into getting those pathfinding achievements, Scott. And mm. I want my achievements in life to be visible to everyone in the game. And I want to be able to say, Scott, I am better than you because I spent hours grinding those reputations. Okay. Yeah, okay. I want to be able to hold it over your head yeah. forever as you will be successful in life and your children will go on <laughs> to do great things and mine will do nothing and I will rot in a cave. But at least, damn it, I will have, <laughs> I will be able to fly in uh, the broken ice. Right. If this was a film, a credit would come up right now that would say the internet played by Patrick Beja. Yeah, Beja as the internet. <laughs> uh, Patrick, I just unlocked flying for Draenor. Yeah. Um, it's the worst thing in the history of World of Warcraft. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> It is actually the worst thing they've ever done. I, they they okay, need to I, calm the f down. Flying is not that prestigious. It should not be this much work. Yeah. So I agree. Draenor was quite a bit of work. I I think it's better in Legion. Uh, but I would very much dispute the idea that it's the worst thing they've ever done. I don't know if you remember there were some mounts back in Classic that required you to like kill fifteen million of one mob to to grind with one reputation uh, or another I, I, i'm gonna win this argument really quickly okay. this is the easiest argument to win was was it was that required were there no other mounts you could get to ride around on patrick <laughs> could you not well, get a, I, a mount in any other fashion could you not roll a warlock and get one for free if you just worked a little harder <laughs> you're not required to fly that's true you're not here's the, here's the a thing huge part of the game uh yeah. that's that's gated whereas uh a single mount is it's just it's just like uh, it's a different model man and back in vanilla it was probably well, a different color of something that you could get otherwise and easier i i have both achievements and you suck and i win look they've got a well, genie I mean, they have a genie out of the bottle problem because you know whatever this old this old dirty topic of flying in in the game is it comes up once again on the show what a shock but here's the thing that uh is a regret of theirs. They've said it out loud multiple times. Yes. They wish they would have never introduced flying into the game because it had so much negative impact on how they had to design things moving forward. This was the compromise to figure out a way to make it happen later. All I'm saying... That's not exactly what they said. They said eh. if there was one thing they would take back, it would be flying. It wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe we made this mistake. It was so horrible. <laughs> it ruined everything. Well, I didn't, whatever the said. is, uh, they should punish themselves and not the player base. <laughs> ah, now, now, okay, I'm going to be compromised, man, because here's where I would here's where I would do it if I were Blizzard. I wouldn't have this whole thing. What I would do is say, like a lot of things in the game, you gate flying until a certain point in the game's lifespan. So that expansion goes for so long, let's say a year. That's fine with me. 
go a whole year, and then suddenly one day everybody can fly. Don't make them go out and scrounge for it. You can't even do that now for, or you can't even do this early in the expansion for the next one until they say it's time to start grinding that and doing it. Just open it up. Like at this point, who cares? A year in, who no, cares? It gives something to do. It gives people something to do. The people who yeah, really I, care about flying, mm. they they have to work towards it. And I do want to be clear about one thing. If I hadn't done it, if I was, if I didn't have uh, the ability to fly, I would be in your camp and hate it. But since I have done it, uh, I can, you know. Well, this is the problem, right? Uh, this is the whole thing, because now we have a class, a class war going on. Yes, yes, yeah, Garrett. Exactly. I am the one percent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so Draenor was the longest break I ever took from the game, and that's why I don't have Draenor flying. By the time that that uh, the Tan Jungle came out. Uh, I, I played the intro quest and I was like, you know what? I hate this expansion. I'm done. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I, and I, and I quit. And it was the longest break I took from the game. Yeah. Uh, I got Legion flying very shortly after it became available. And, and, and it wasn't that bad. Like it's not that bad if you're currently playing the game when that goes live and you're relatively up to date. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, I would say, for me, the middle ground I would put forward is have that grind earlier on um for those that really want to make them work for it and give them a mount give them a mount you can't get otherwise and then take it away and then yes when the next expansion comes out then just let everyone fly but just make the you can't get that mount anymore yeah see there you go i would bfa should do this uh thing where i would like what you say just have it so people can oh i hate it i hate it part of it is because i hate it not because it's hard work but the other part is it is hard work. Like, I'll look at the list and go, all right, let's see. What's the achievements I'm missing? Oh, I could just go skin some of those bears over there <laughs> instead. Because that sounds like more fun right now than doing all this other yeah. shit. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like the music music thing, right? Like, some some people are really into it and they feel a sense of accomplishment. I, I finally just unlocked Renner Flying. I have no sense of accomplishment. I'm just exhausted and annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you got it, though. At least you can fly over those trees and uh, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I want to level I my own. Draenor, Draenor was worse though. It's not as bad with uh, Legion. Oh yeah, it was much worse. I, I I think they should go back and make Draenor not as bad because I wouldn't mind doing it, but I'm not doing it now. There's no way, not a chance. Anyway, Patrick, we're going to check in with you in two weeks and see if you're right. By the way, uh, if the uh, oh, patch I, is up about the release, yeah, I like your prediction. I think it's a good one. But I like oh to... yeah, I well, it's not a strong prediction. I'm guessing, but yeah, I think Patrick. Okay. No, no, no. I think I, you I you've written it in blood and and sealed it with your with right. your whole fate. Yeah, so that'll be good. Excellent. He also confirmed in this interview, blood trolls are not an allied race. Somebody misspoke in an interview previously. I was under the impression that they were an upcoming allied race, but they are not, or at least not yet. So there's a bunch of people who had to go and confirm that they weren't mm. allied race and that they weren't planned. So I think the subtext I'm getting is that uh, it's pretty clear blood trolls are allied race. I think that's what they're telling us, right? <laughs> this is what That's what you're reading into that is that they'll end up being yeah. on the allied there'll be an alliance uh -huh. side I think or... it's pretty clear blood trolls confirmed. Okay, confirmed, done. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is where this is where you're going with it, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, he's going to He's this is where he's tying his wagon. Um, let's find That's a shame. They're such a cool looking race. Oh, they're so badass. They're my, they may be my favorite thing I've seen in a long time. I would love it if they were. I mean, I'm excited about Zandalari's, but I would, I would way be more into the blood trolls, to be honest. And they also stand upright, I believe. Don't they? I think they uh, do. I, there's a bunch of uh, male models that are hunched over. Well, that's what they do to us men. They just put us in a the corner. I'll shut up now. Here we go. Here's the next part I was going to read. 
Hey, uh, we could see more allied races in the future, they say, but they aren't necessarily required for each expansion. Now, the subtext of that tells me that they don't want to set up too much expectation for this allied race business. This could be a very Battle for Azeroth-focused feature, and we may not see much of it after that. It could end up being like Death Knights, where we were like, whoa, uh, what they call those at the time? Hero class? Or no, what they call it? They call it hero class. Hero what was it? No, it was called Maybe something. hero classes. Is it yeah. just hero Heroic class? or hero. It's something hero. Something like that. It seems dumb now. But anyway, the, it was just called the hero class. Right. And yeah. it seemed like, oh, we're going to get no those problem. all the time. And we really never got another one until the monk. And even then, they didn't really talk about it in the same way. Well, the monk, you had the level from level one. So I don't think we really got another hero class it's, until Demon Hunter. No, Demon Hunter is yeah, a better it's example. Demon Hunter. Yeah. That's a good I, I, like, I like the TikTok. You know, one expansion is. Uh, uh, races and one expansion is classes i think it works really well mm -hmm. i'm happy to have races now and i hope that next expansion we're going to get a new class again yeah i really like the idea of allied races uh because we get to get these kind of like minor nerdy additions like like before yeah. it had to be something new like a whole new model like goblins um but as a, a fan of Warcraft, like I'm kind of bummed to hear hear this news that it, it you know, it's kind of feels like they're walking it back. Like, don't expect more in the future. And guys, I I want I want freaking like the cool undead. Like, where's my dark rangers? Where's yeah. like where's my undead version of every race in the game? Like, yeah. that, that, I want that. Where's my hosen? That's what I want. Oh God. Okay, never mind. Never. Maybe it is a good idea that they're not making more allies. No, races. no. I want the hosen. All they got to do is figure out a way to make me look uh, cool in big giant shoulder pads as a monkey, and I'm sad. I never. I never want to see another monkey in World of Warcraft. <laughs> You're not a fan of the hosen. Hold on a minute. This is controversial for a second. Hey, so you know how pa Patrick's really turned off about Rick and Morty because it's gross. Yeah. That's that's my entire <laughs> argument for the hosen. They're disgusting, and I never want to see them again. Wow. Harsh <laughs> words for the hosen. I don't like monkeys. This right. is the thing. Oh, generally speaking, you don't like monkeys. Generally speaking, like except for like really cute, small like spider monkeys and lemurs. Uh, monkeys gross me out, man. They're nasty. They're I also kind of like... they're kind of dicks. The last time I was at the zoo, <laughs> the uh... <laughs> monkeys are kind of dicks. Scott Johnson, two thousand eight. I was at a I was at a zoo once when uh, we were waving and teasing kind of a baboon, and we thought that was funny, and he just sort of stared at us, and then about halfway through the teasing, he wandered very slowly over to the glass stared at us for a second very deadpan face turned around you know how baboon butts are right nasty freaking big old pink balloons whatever's going on back there uh turns around <laughs> and presses that thing right up on the glass in our face just <laughs> like yep. that's a dick move there's also i got flipped off by a gorilla once there was one that threw poo at the thing like they're all i mean they're all being held captive basically out of the wild against their will so maybe that's part of the problem <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I avoid I avoid monkey and ape exhibits at zoos. I'd yeah. much rather go see giant cats and birds. Oh, all right. Wait. Giant, oh, like I'm, I'm thinking giant cats. What's that? Tell me more about these giant cats. <laughs> and then I realize, oh, you mean like tigers and lions and, and yes, uh, panthers yes, and stuff. That, that's right. got not, not that. giant house cats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord! All right, uh, but yeah, uh, Jinyu are way cooler. If I have to, if I have to uh, select a winner from Pandaria for races we could not play, I'm going with Team Jinyu. Patrick, is there? A, do you have a wish list race for Allied race? Well, I'm guessing the the Hosen, if they ever showed up, would be um, Horde race, probably, which fits completely. Mm -hmm. So I really don't care one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> 
all right you don't want your I own love, race I, then what if what if they what if okay look blizzard comes to you and says hey patrick as an xpr executive here in the in the european office executive sorry mm-hmm. that word's probably not right but anyway they, ah, say, they say to patrick uh hey look just uh, we gave you the sword but also we miss you terribly and um uh us we would like to give you a scarf and also ask you what allied race you would like inserted into the game which which one do you pick who do you take any uh, race you want, any uh, secondary race anywhere in the game you've ever met, who do you want? That's a really tough question. Who are the who are those little the ones uh, I would want are already in there? Who are um, the little Wilford Brimley looking uh, Fisher guys, the little walrus guys? What are they named? Oh, oh, that would be that would be nice, actually. That mm-hmm. would be cool. Yeah, that'd be all right. Um, it would be an alliance race, obviously, because they they're cute and cuddly mm-hmm. and nice. Mm-hmm. Diabetes. Um, they have diabetes. The Vrykul is another obvious one, but they're so tall that I don't know it would work yeah. with models. Maybe I would, I, would really like, I would really like Vrykul, but now I want Tuscar. Yeah, Tuscar yeah. would be great, right? I mean, you always need your short little the, goofy race. Why not that? That's a good one. Exactly. Uh, the Jinyu aren't so bad. I, I, initially, I didn't love them, but I think they ma- managed to make them uh, kind of noble and, and I don't know. I think it works. Um, and it's easy because they basically use the uh, animation rig of the Night Elves anyway. Mm. So, well, wait, are the Jinyu the, the little fox race? Is that the Jinyu? The little... Oh, no, it's the, the, no, the fish, fish people. people. Oh, the fish people, duh. No, 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 I know. Yeah, the, the, oh, the, the, horde, the horde didn't really uh, work, talk to them all that often. <laughs> no. I'm trying to think. But the we... fox people, yeah. the, the Vulpera, those everyone's hoping they will get at some point into uh, the Horde or Alliance. They're I'd, really cute. They're okay, but I'd rather have one be a mount or a pet. I don't want one to walk. I don't want to be one. <laughs> I mean, they they look like they use the goblin architecture. So sure, give me a Volpera because they're adorable. Are they though? Are they? Yes. You know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. You two, you guys are both big anime fans, and this looks like a little anime creature. That's why. That's what's going yeah, on. Here. A little bit. A little bit. I guess. Yeah. It's like uh, it, they 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 still look different enough compared to every red panda race in every, the history of every Korean MMO. Yeah, that's true. They look like they um, look- it's like some like the the new the new um, Thundercats would have this this would be their little pet they'd take around with them their new snarf. <laughs> like, I love that. That's a bad thing for you, Scott. <laughs> It Everyone is, else I is like, it. that's the coolest thing ever. And you're like, yeah, the Thundercats pet. Uh, I no love thing. Thundercats. I love uh, I love all of that stuff. I can't stand the mascots. Like, everyone did it, too. Even crappy American stuff like He-Man had freaking Orko, the worst sidekick ever. I hate sidekicks and pets in these cartoons. Do you hate, hate R2-D2? <sighs> all right. Sometimes. <laughs> like when he... When oh, he screams, I'm, out. I'm leaving. When he, when no, he's... no, no, he's saying sometimes. Wait, do, are you saying sometimes you hate R two D two, or sometimes little companion pets work? I'm saying sometimes he. I'm saying in R 2s case, sometimes he works, and sometimes he he screams like a person would, and that's dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like when he got spit out of the freaking creature in Dagobah, it was like, what? Like it was like listen to Goofy fall off a cliff. It sucked. I hate that stuff. Oh, they, I understand. It's like the anthropomorphization, that's not a word, of creatures and objects. And that's cool. And we like that. We like to think of our robots as little sentient creatures. But when he's just booping and beeping and shutting down the trash compactor on all the levels of the Death Star, that's fine. But when you spit him out of a thing and he makes a screaming noise, come on. That's like having Chewbacca do a Tarzan voice, which he did. And that also sucked. All right. <laughs> 
I don't know what to say. I'm I'm shocked and disappointed. Scott. Listen, <laughs> what, next time you watch the Muppet movie, I'm sorry, Episode Six is the proper name for it, uh, Return of the Jedi. Note that a how many Muppets there are, and b, uh, <laughs> when oh no, that was in two, wasn't it? No, 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 it was in three. When or sorry, I keep saying two and three, but I mean five and six. Um, episode the six. Tarzan, Tarzan Chewbacca is Return of the Jedi. Yeah, happened on Endor, and he's swinging on the freaking vines like Tarzan, and he does the Tarzan sound. How did this become about Chewbacca being Tarzan? We're talking about adorable R two D two. All right, I'm just saying I'm half and I'm half and half on these companions and these little pets, and sometimes they ruin it for me. And I'm just saying Chewbacca is kind of like that. He's a companion, and he's. He's got all the cool stuff about him, but then sometimes he does Tarzan, which makes no sense because Tarzan doesn't exist in the freaking Star Wars universe. It's stupid. That's a George Lucas faux pas if okay. I ever saw one. All right, anyway, moving on. Hey, look at this. Um, where was I? Oh, uh, the Blizz, uh, BlizzCon build of the uh, with the class buffs, build of the game, that is. Uh, they had class buffs in there. That was an experiment. They talked about it on stage. That was a big deal. They say the team has pulled back from that a bit, but they haven't said how or what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't exactly remember what the original class buffs were, but there it was a goal to like, you know, create more distinction between classes. And they pulled back, whatever that means. So there's that. Uh they also say the there's classes have buffs or they most of them have the same buff, or like there's three different categories of buff that are that are equivalent. Maybe they've just nerfed them across like the board and they're just not very maybe it's like class mm, traits. Maybe they're not important. Yeah, it's like traits. Nobody cares about traits. I mean what's good about traits? You get uh who's got a good Racials? trait? Uh, racial. Who has a good racial? Uh well if you PvP they're very into racials, but yeah. Yeah. Well they're a little racist in PvP. And next up you got uh there's a lot of he says there's a lot of value in preserving what remains of server and guild identity, which is, I think is a super weird quote to say that. Of course there is. But I, it sounds sad. Like what well, preserving what remains of server? I understand what he means. It's like, well, we're we live in a meshed world of Warcraft now where cross server happens constantly and you may be in town with a bunch of people from servers you'll never see. You're doing instances with them. It's not just that. It's not just that. It's the new functionalities, the communities. Do you remember that? We, we haven't talked about them too much, but they're basically guilds with almost guilds, like cross-server guilds. Yeah. And the uh, war mode, the new PvP system, means there, isn't, there aren't PvP or PvE servers anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what he's referring to. Well, the goal there is to, uh, in, his, in his words, is to preserve that identity. He goes on later to talk about Let's see, where was it? Oh, that's from the E. No, that's not the E3 panel. Where is it? Uh, can't find it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I left it out, but there was some talk about um, guild stuff and guild rankings and leaderboards. And um, they're also, they want to reward really old, long-standing guilds. So in theory, AIE could get some kind of big achievement for being what it is. I don't know. I don't know if we have to be super competitive or not on, in terms of like raid progress or whatever, but we'll find out more but so that was a little bit a little bit vague um if you invest they he says in pvp that means time you will get a full set of pvp gear over the season regardless of your rating so it's a little vague in terms of how much time i have to invest but let's say i play three games do i still get my pvp set over the season no matter where i ended up it doesn't seem right does it seems like i'd have to do more than that but right. he, he doesn't say what. So there's that.
But how do you feel about PvP gear coming back there, uh, Garrett or Patrick? That's an old idea. Haven't had that in a while. I always really enjoyed uh, collecting my PvP gear back when I played a lot of uh, WoW PvP. Um, So bring it. Sure. You like that? All right. I like the idea of being able to go PvP without uh, having... I mean, there isn't resilience coming back, right? No. some PvP gear that I'm guessing is similar to PvE gear, except I don't, I'm not sure exactly what that means. If the PvP gear is different from PvE gear because it has more of, I don't know, like uh, endurance or hit points or whatever, you know, stat is important in PvP, I'm not sure I'm a fan of this because that means people who PvP are going to crush people who casually walk in after having done some PvE. Mm. So if you have to start grinding PvP as well in order to be any form of competitive, uh, you know, while you're also doing PvE, I'm not sure I'm a huge fan. Mm. But to be fair, I didn't play a lot of PvP in Legion, so maybe I'm not the one to complain. Uh, Brian Holinka on Twitter says he's no longer in charge of any of that. He's off doing some secret project at Blizzard. He said on Twitter that he really, really likes the new uh, stuff happening with PvP that he heard about yesterday during this Q&A. So I don't know what that means, except I trust Brian's opinion, and that seems cool. So I'll uh, I'll very much look forward uh, to seeing what happens. Even if it's just another piece of cool transmog, I'm cool with that. Like, the game is so rife with great transmog stuff now. The more they do that, the the cooler things get, I think. By the way, I poked my head into Guild Wars 2 a little bit. Just see what's going on over there. Everybody, it seems, has gone this transmog route with sort of WoW leading the way as far as I know. Maybe some of them did it before. I don't know. But they're all doing this now. So it uh, seems like if you're going to make an MMO in 2018, you best make it so people can dress their dolls. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew I saw something about this. I just I just dug it up, a live blog of the uh, over on WoWhead. So on the, the PvP thing, they said it's... Uh, it sounds like it's pretty tied to rated PvP, but they also said this: you you get stuff for completing your first PG of the day, and it just burn, it comes down to earning enough conquests. So if you earn enough conquests, you're going to unlock a piece of PvP gear, mm. uh, and it sounds like it ramps up. They said that it starts off at LFR quality and then scales up from there, oh. um, and that's where the quote right after that they said, if you invest enough time, you're guaranteed guaranteed to unlock the full set. Okay, so vagaries aside, if you're into PvP, sounds like you're going to have some good stuff at the end of it all. I think is good. Yeah. Um, also, and finally, uh, grab this bit about the catch-up me- mechanism for Heart of Azeroth. This is your new neck piece that will act kind of like your weapon did in the pre- previous expansion that you're dumping Azerite into. Um, they say that the catch-up mechanism for it is similar to what they did in Legion, but reduces the cost instead of increasing the amount of artifact power you can earn. Uh, you'll see a 25 to 30% reduction in cost uh, that unlocking the next heart of Azeroth level, you don't if you don't play for a week. So so over time, they'll that will get cheaper instead of Azerite getting ridiculous because Legion artifact power got crazy, like in the billion multi billions for the same little trinket you would have picked up for three hundred when you first started. Like it was silly. So that's how they're going to handle that, um, which makes sense and I think is a little more sensible. It's kind of a number squish in reverse. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, so that's it. Hey, at E3, we didn't talk about this much when Patrick and I did our coverage because they didn't, as far as I know, this, none of this streamed while we were able to watch it. But they had that E3 story panel. Uh, 
the uh, crew from Blizzard were there, Taryn Gregory and uh, uh, Christy Golden were there, among others. And here are the main takeaways from that. They say that there is more story content coming out soon for launch that has, hasn't been talked about yet, including stuff that hasn't been tried before. Time to pontificate. Ooh. What do you think, Patrick? Who? What magical new way will we be fed story? I think we're going to get a theatrical release of a two-hour movie done Whoa. entirely in computer graphics by the Blizzard Department of Computer Graphics. Wow, that is, that's almost as, that's like saying that Diablo 4 will be announced at BlizzCon yes, or at D3. basically. Yeah. I also have no <laughs> confidence that this will ever happen, ever. What if it's, what if it's, um, <laughs> but still. it's something close to your heart? What if it's like mimes? Mimes come out and mime the, the story for us. Oh. Uh, that would be pretty nice. That would be cool. Okay, be a nice. Enjoy that. A nice little French. As long as they, as they are, uh, they wear berets and uh, are have their faces painted in white. Fantastic. That is the kind of mime I enjoy. Nice, uh, Garrett. You have any uh, predictions? What you think? Uh... I would like uh, the appropriate amount of in-game cinematics to tell awesome stories and stuff that you will miss if you don't read books. Oh yeah, good point. Do we already have, you know what I just, my brain is so dumb. I know we have the Battle for Azeroth uh, cinematic intro, right? Like that was a big deal last year. We saw it at BlizzCon. But part of me still, every once in a while goes, ooh, when are we getting that? Oh, no, we have that. Ooh, when are we getting that? Oh, no, we already have that. I keep doing that. So I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm down for more cinematics. Well, I think that's what it is. I think I want more so bad that I keep forgetting we already have it. But they're saying stuff that hasn't been tried before. I would have said podcast or, you know, something like that. But we already got that. Uh, was it? Yeah, just for Legion. And uh, that was awesome. And I would like to have it again. But they've already tried that. So what can they be talking about? Well, they've done they, story animatic stuff, stuff since, um, since I want to say, yeah. since Warlords. They've done, And that's been mm-hmm. every time. They've done the audio di- uh, di- um, thing. Uh, what do you call it? The audio drama. Drama. I don't know what else it would be. They've done video, audio. Like, what else is there? Some like uh, holographic live role play, and however it goes becomes <laughs> canon. I'm in. I'm in. Who should perform? Let's pick our who's our who's our uh, performing. Uh, Chris Metzen, obviously. Yeah, they'll All bring the voice him back actors. for that. All the voice actors. This is a great all, idea. This is going to happen. All I'm the sure. voice actors, which means I don't think Metzen because Thrall hasn't really done much in a long time. No, mm. but Varian let's, has. Let's uh, let's give a put a spin on it. Let's have like Rob Pardo and Ghost Crawler and uh, all the people who left the company. Um, <laughs> Josh Mascara. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was thinking yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, or or just just folks who probably don't actually have that much to do with the creation of work. Let's just get Mike Morheim, make him get up get up in there and yeah. uh, and role play. Hey, Ver- uh, uh, Anduin, we should stop fighting. Well, that's not a good voice. I'm not doing it at all right. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, one quick note about that. I don't know how many people know this because Garrett just said something that made me think of it. But uh, a lot of people think, oh yeah, Metzen when he was there, he was he was thrall. A lot of people don't know that he was also Varian Wren, and the voice, the the entire narration at the top of Legion, uh, is uh, is uh, Metzen, is Chris, and is it? Metzen. Oh yeah, totally is. And I didn't realize it was him. No, yeah, it's totally him. And if you go listen to it now, you'll go, oh yeah, of course it's him. You'll hear it, but right, right. At first, it'll throw you. Uh, anyway, I, I do hope he comes back and does more stuff like that. They said he would, and he said he would. So I guess we'll see. 
And what else? Uh, they say the story and animation department for WoW has a couple hundred artists, but they also work on other Blizzard IPs. He says the dedicated WoW group has 20 to 30 people. I think that's just an interesting stat. Um, I want to be Taryn Gregory some days. I think he has a cool job. Uh, Christy Golden co-wrote the theme song for the Hearthstones, Kobolds, and Catacombs thing. So how you feel about that there, Garrett? That's cool. I feel like I heard this and then forgot, and now it feels new, but also familiar again. Sure. So this is the I mean, one. It's... This isn't. Are we talking, we're not talking about the cinematic where they're in the bar. It's the other one, right? This the intro for the Kobolds thing. The, the, yeah, the, the the animated illustration, like old, you know, this is what Hearthstone always does for every expansion. It, and uh, they they have a lot of songs. They don't have a song for every expansion, but they have them for most. Um, oh, so yeah, that's fine. And Catacombs. <laughs> it was a it was a fun song. So here's the, uh, let's see if I can find it. Yeah. Is it called Gather? I think so. Okay, here it is. Well, just a, just a piece so people remember what this is. That does not sound like it. Nope, that's just playing the game. Hold on. Is it uh, setting out? Is this it? Hold on. You're, you're looking for the official trailer for Cobalt and yeah, Catacombs. And yeah, I thought that, that's what it says. Just, that's wrong. Cobalt and Catacombs trailer. Just type that. Look, if you're saying I don't know how to use the internet, we're going to have words. Okay, here it is. I found it. No. I found it. I found it. Okay, we got to skip past this. Here we go. Okay, come on. World <laughs> and the countless treasures that lie Okay, so this is a narration. Then you got... You're on a great quest to find the mighty mother load. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the movie Mother Load, by the way? Is that a thing you've seen? <laughs> No, I never forgot that movie. It's the most un- nondescript, who cares movie from when I was a kid. I'm sure no one even knows what it is, but I, l- I was so into this movie called Motherload, and it was all about um, mining for gold or something. And I couldn't even tell you the story, but anyway, it's just reminded me of that. Anyhow, by, by the way, it's uh, it's Matt Mercer singing. Uh, the oh, is that Mercer doing song. that? That's funny. Yep. Yep. Hey, I know you're in here for uh, some McCree lines. You want to come next door for a second? I just want you to sing a deal there. Probably did do that. Hey, hey, Matt, you want to come? Uh, you want to come sing about our uh, legally not called Dungeons and Dragons expansion? And you go. It's about time. Oh no, that's Tychus. Anyway, hey, look at this here. We got uh, stabbing Azeroth with a sword. They say was not as hard as killing Varian Rin with a cinem- uh, for the cinematic team. Now, I know what this is. This is an old age-old uh, phrase. You say that one person's death is a tragedy. Ten thousand deaths. Is a is a statistic. You ever heard that before? That's what I have, and, and I agree with that sentiment. That's basically what they're saying. Because of I course, stabbing the world with a sword—who cares? <laughs> that's not hard. But stabbing—I mean—that may have bigger consequences and kill a whole lot more people. But killing Varian Rin is a very personal moment. I mean, landed in Silithus. What do they really do? Kill a couple NPCs and a ton of bugs? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we're all still breathing in Varian Rin, so it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I certainly had a, a, a much larger emotional reaction to watching Varian die than I did to watching uh, a planet get stabbed with a sword. Yeah. Trying to think I will of... say, um, yeah. I think the, the most uh, like emotional, emotionally resonant uh, video that we've gotten at a blizzard involving Varian Rin was actually the announcement trailer for him and Ragnaros uh, for heroes of the storm than mm-hmm. anything we got in world of Warcraft mm-hmm. itself. I agree. It was really good. Also heroes should get a skin where it's just a puff of green mist. Oh my god! For Marion, just Marion, just floating around. 
They called too him Mario. soon. Yeah, too soon. It's too early. It's too early, Scott. <laughs> All right. We got to go to another decade before we can talk about his untimely death. Uh, also, that book is out. Is anyone reading it? Mine's um, I, yeah. I, I, oh, you are? Thought I pre-ordered it, so mine isn't actually getting here until Sunday. Mine's the same. Mine's in the mail. Patrick, you reading it? I uh, bought it on Audible, so I'm listening to it. Oh, who does the, who's the narrator? I have no idea. Um, Sounds it's the voice actor that does Anduin. Oh, all right. Is it? That's cool. It's my understanding. Well, like it's uh, it's it's pretty well narrated. He does the accents in a way that are that is not annoying, and uh, yeah, I'm just a couple of chapters in for now. It's it's pretty good. Okay. I'm I I kind of want to start discussing it, but then I don't want to spoil. So I will just say, um, one of the characters seems reasonable and another seems like they are not someone that i would enjoy in the real world because they suck if this uh gosh i can't imagine who you're referring to it's just it's there's no way for me to guess here mm-hmm. who patrick might mean by that person <laughs> i guarantee i know who it is all right well we're gonna find out for ourselves read it it's out now i forgot the title what's it called my brain uh before the storm before the storm um, it's uh josh keaton by the way and yes he is the voice of anduin and many other famous characters is he related to michael keaton uh, i i don't believe so is he related it's to his dad diane keaton no okay great i don't know any more keatons buster keaton is he related to buster keaton it's his dad too fantastic <laughs> That means it's time for this. Time to take a look at uh, the rest of what Blizzard has going on. Urel, or Yurel, as my buddy Bo says, is out and uh, happened in Heroes of the Storm. She's uh, famous for being a Draenei goat lady from uh, World of Warcraft. She is now a Draenei uh, goat, goat lady, lady in Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. She's part of this Echoes of Al- uh, all. I want to say Alarak every time. Every time I want to say it. Echoes of Alterac uh, event that they're doing, which is super cool. The battleground for the Alterac Pass, which is a variant of the Alterac Valley business, is not out yet. That comes out next week. But uh, you choose Horde or Alliance, and you kind of do this event, and you get a bunch of really rad skins. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's this Junkrat skin that is a goblin basically driving a Junkrat mech. (laughs) It's the only way I can... Say what? it. It's amazing, Patrick. Amazing. It's oh gosh. Wait. I just got something. Where happened. someone find me a link? Uh, Maybe the link is heroes. It's of just the a storm. goblin. It's just a goblin junk rat. It's a goblin junk rat. But it's but but look at him. He's driving the junk rat body. He's not. Well, I mean, the top half is a goblin, and the bottom half are robotic legs that are to the proportions of yes, well, junk rat. Yeah, which is awesome. You're you're minimizing the awesomeness of this junk rat skin. <laughs> It's incredible. It's, it's Where more, can I find a photo of this junk rat? Here, let me teach you how to Google. Mech, mech legs. Let me He's Google that. Mech leg. Yeah, the yeah. way you make it seem, it like in my head when you describe it, I'm imagining like a junk rat Gundam with a little goblin in his chest. No, it's a good point. That's not what he is at all. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I was imagining as well. Yeah, it's this Overwatch. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up. It's chat room. You can take a look at it here. It's Someone a- find me a link. Here you go. Here you go, Patrick. Here you Thank go. You. Calm down. Calm all right, down. There, there he is. Thank you. Jeez. Okay. 
we've we've googled it for you. Also, play heroes. What are you doing, man? Yeah, Come on. you're agreeing. You're this weirdo. Amazing. So, well, it's I have no time because I have a son. <laughs> Look <laughs> at him though. Is Did you take see care it? of my baby or enjoy heroes? Did you see him though? Uh, Did you see it? No, where? What? Hold on. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. This is. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, look, he's right. just a little body. His feet are somewhere in the groin area, and then the rest of it's all me- me- mechanized, mechanized. Yeah. And the arms are mechanical, and he's got. I mean, it's amazing. He is wearing. He is driving a, a Junkrat mech suit. Yes. He, he is. is. Like he has the arms. Like he's sitting. It's like Gaslo, except if Gaslo was a Junkrat. Yeah, and and if Gaslo was cooler than he is. It's super rad. It's that one of my too. favorite things. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's ugly as hell, but you're right. It is uh, what you described. All right. Now, if you look at the Alliance skins, though, you got Air Ariel uh, from the Diablo universe. She's dressed like that uh, angel spirit death healer. spirit healer Freaking thing. Spirit healer, man. It's so cool. It's We're really cool. Spirit healer. It's really cool. When I saw it in the trailer, I went, what are they? Oh, and then it hit me what that must be, which is her skin. Um, there's some nice alliance skins. I think the Valyria is the best looking. It looks really awesome. I think Ariel just just runs away with it. Like, yeah, it's not, and there, it's, it's true. no contest on the alliance side of things. Oh. Um, but on the horde but, uh, side, it's all about Junkrat and all about that Warsong Johanna for me. Warsong Johanna. Yeah. Warsong Johanna is pretty amazing. Yeah. She looks really good. Anyway. She looks identical uh, to the Warsong Commander, the nerfed into the ground, basically drug out back, killed, and then buried under concrete card from Hearthstone. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. You see a little personal connection for you. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That card is worthless in Hearthstone now. Well, there you have it. Uh, and then, let's see what else is going on. Oh, uh, Diablo 4 was not announced at E3, as Scott had predicted. I would like to eat my crow now. Nice on a nice plate prepared for me. I was really, I was really more hopeful than sure, but I was really pretty sure that we were going to hear something, like a tease or something. It just seemed like the right thing. Activision was like virtually a no-show at this event. Um, like at all, they didn't do anything. They mentioned uh, during the PS4 or the yeah the PlayStation event, they had a off-camera mention of some map stuff happening with uh, COD Four or uh, Black Ops Four, but there was no stage presentation for it. There was nothing. It was just weird. So I thought, oh, perfect time. Who's your, who's your other big arm over there, Activision? I think it's Blizzard, isn't it? Maybe they could come out and have a four-horned goat and say, ah, what do you think? And then be done. But they didn't do it, and I was sad. So that was the thing. Big Overwatch changes to uh, Symmetra. Uh, Patrick, maybe you can speak to this. Uh, they they seem to want to turn her into something very different than she currently is. Yes. Uh, so, well, actually, that's not the biggest thing. Uh, Symmetra is being hugely changed indeed. But I think uh, an even bigger thing, if you don't mind talking about it, is the new um, commendation and uh, looking for group system. Oh, no. Tell There's... me. I missed all that. Tell me what that is. How's that work? So... Basically, how do they call the commendations? Basically, you can uh, vote someone up after the match is over, uh, either from your team or the other team. There are a bunch of uh, different sections, uh, different categories you can vote. And um, you you can then see their rating. And if they get action because they're being toxic, they lose everything. So it's kind of a positive reinforcement type of uh, thing. Instead of just blocking and muting people, right. you can reward them which i think is is probably a good approach and then there's looking for group which is a a, a browser like a server browser you set up 
your group, the group you want, you can say how many healers, tank damage. By the way, damage is getting collapsed. With, I mean, uh, offense and defense are getting collapsed into damage. Mm. It's just damage now. Mm. Um, and you can uh, specify what you want. Like if you want a certain level of um, commendation for the people who join, if you want people who do have voice chat, etc., etc. And then people join your group and you go have fun and play whatever you decided to play. So it's really putting the um, decision making in the hands of the players and allowing the, the, the people to choose if they want to spend 10 minutes looking for a group and have the right one instead of just jumping in and maybe not having a great experience. Mm. They can do that. And that is really huge. I don't know why... Uh, what's his face from How I Met Your Mother is on the stream right now. <laughs> I don't even. That was a mistake. I apologize. <laughs> Ignore that. Pretend that's um, not happening. Um, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I love this idea, and I would like it in Heroes of the Storm as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Right. I mean, they, they kind of did that with the with the basic voting system, right? Like who you liked in your match system. That, well, that I mean, got moved it, over. It's completely pointless. It does nothing. I, um, I agree. I totally agree. It's pure placebo. Whereas this is uh, it, not only you're getting like a little bit of XP for it. It's also this public additive, like basically number mm -hmm. um, that that keeps going up. Not to mention, I believe uh, it gets wiped if you get smacked with like a silence penalty or suspension. Yeah. So you get exactly. set back you down back to, to the zero. default number. So it's also incentivizing you to not be a dick. <laughs> I like uh, that. Which... Well, that's the idea. That's the. I mean, the idea is that if you get uh, commended often, then you will be in good standing with the community and people will want to play with you. You'll, it, it will be easier to find matches and find good matches. It's really just, you know, this makes me, it makes me think of the rested XP system. Um, initially in the alpha for WoW, they had a system where if you played for too long, then you ended up having uh, less XP, gaining half the XP, right? And mm -hmm. everyone hated it. Mm -hmm. um, but then they switched it to if you didn't play for a little bit, then you got double XP for a while. And at that point, everyone was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is a great system. This one is basically, well, hitting people with the ban hammer and telling them they suck isn't really working as well as we would like. So let's reward them when they are being uh, good team players and you know good people in general mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i'm i'm hoping this is going to have an effect but it's weird it's just the same thing in in reverse if you look at it from behind mm. <laughs> go bad yeah. sure yeah no i like where this is going yeah. mm. see what i mean uh anyway. they also uh, the symmetric stuff's interesting people should go check it out it's kind of hard to explain but they're basically making they're baking in her uh her teleporter ability um i just wanted to mention this because she seems so languishing um, so now well, you can just do it. It's not the same though. You can't put it like way back at camp where spawns happen and then put it way out in the fight. It's a 25 meter, well, in-game meter uh, distance that you can do it. But the idea is, it's you know what it works like, uh, Garrett? It's, it works like um, Medivh's Medivh portal. Yeah, Medivh's portal. That's basically what yeah. it is, uh, which seems yeah. pretty cool. And then her new ultimate is this giant shield dome with 5,000 hit points on it that seems impenetrable. Like it's yeah, literally, you, you put it down and it goes in every direction. It's a plane that goes through walls, through everything, uh, and yeah, and her she can like launch her her turrets mm -hmm. now in in the distance. 
she's completely different. Her beam doesn't track anymore. It's just a straight beam like Zarya's. It's yeah. she's completely changed. I'm excited about her. It feels like a new character in a weird way. So and yeah. then, so also I think it takes her out of support as well. I don't think she's in support anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's damaged now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, damage they, they've reclassified her. I mean, it's a major rework. Uh, real quick, this is a fun number. I looked at the infographic they put out for their anniversary, and I just thought this was nuts. So, uh, the part that's nuts is I'll tell you in a second. But 40 million players uh, is what they're claiming now. Uh, they added a bunch of new stuff this year, but the big numbers are the ones I can't... I don't even know what numbers these are. Damage done, 38... Is that trillion? 600... Uh, million, billion, trillion, yeah. That's trillion. 38 trillion points of damage done in the game. 751 million, or maybe is that billion? No, that's million uh, healing points. Boy, the healers need to up their game. Uh, hit points, <laughs> I guess hit points healed. Uh, that's 17 billion. Oh, wait, tri- billion. I can't, these numbers are too high. But anyway, the point I, is... I, I think the damage to the healing is just a really good example of how this this game is balanced, uh, damage to healing, and that uh, even the best healers sometimes can't save you from certain things. There you go. Well, the number really jumped out at me is the 40 million players. I decided to do the math. This is not a free-to-play game. People had to buy this thing for the most part. So you are looking at a grand total of $1.9 billion sold in uh, game copies. Well, I don't know what that profit price is. very often. Sure, How, What's but the price you, you factored in? 49 That's what I paid. Uh, it's 40 on PC, it's 60 on console. Oh, well then it's a wash, right? right? I mean, you could, yeah. I don't know how to do I the guess. math, but they, and they've well, already, 49 and, is a decent median between those two prices. Yeah. Sure. And they've said, they've, as they've said as much before, they've said, yes, our, this game is now a billion dollar franchise, but I hadn't really thought about those numbers until I saw this infographic and I just about peed myself. Well, and that's just, and that's just buying the game, right? Like folks are still in there buying loot boxes, yeah. um, so what's great exactly. about this is you think back thing. you're like oh poor blizzard they lo- they spent 150 million dollars on on titan and then and then just threw it all away where oh where did that money go it, they made it up a thousand times over it's fine <laughs> it's 100 it's still fine. making money yeah it's still you know a juggernaut of of huge proportions so take that everybody else who wants a game to be that popular uh, what else? Hearthstone. Anything happening, Garrett, in the world of Hearthstone of significance? Uh, yeah, Taverns of Time is happening right now, and it's amazing. Go play the arena. Don't oh. don't walk, run. Really? <laughs> Go play arena. The new, they have added over 20 new cards to the arena. They're completely bonkers, and they're at a 200% offering rate right now in your draft. Oh, was well, so that why they gave everybody a free ticket to get in there and try That's that? That's exactly why they gave everybody oh. a free ticket. And also, they had that day where you could log in and get a free pack of gold cards, which I did. Yes, free uh, pack day. If you missed it, uh, you shouldn't have. Yeah. I got an epic and a <laughs> I missed couple it because I'm an idiot. You're an idiot, Patrick. What's going a, on? A golden pack. Every card in it guaranteed to be golden. Yeah. And so you got to hear the innkeeper go, golden rare, golden uh, what's the normal? golden common golden common golden common golden common golden, <laughs> common, golden <laughs> rare if you got the worst possible uh luck on the because there's a ra- one rare guaranteed and that was it right well, well exactly exactly but um i mean you, you you so the first time they gave one of these out was um uh for a twitch prime promotion yeah if you you know you linked your account you could you could claim a golden hearthstone pack sure. and i just i just sat on it i just i didn't open it because i'm like well actually the pack is rarer than any of the cards in here i can go craft a golden card i will never be able to get another one of these golden packs and i just sat on it forever 
And then when uh, Witchwood came out, I was we were streaming pack openings, uh, the Angry Chicken, all three of us, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe Justin was there as well. Um, and I accidentally opened my golden pack, and lo and behold, there was a golden Deathwing in there. Oh my, that's yeah. great! Oh, the most useless golden. <laughs> oh no, not even close, sir. There are way more useless cards. Way worse than Deathwing. Deathwing sees play every now and then. Does, does he? Oh, really? It's 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 rare. It's rare, but he 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 pops up every now and then. All right. Well, more 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 of him, please. Is all we're saying, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, that's great. Here's this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> all right, the town crier who is uh, currently at a. Nick, are you here? He's getting a he's at some job interview, which is great because that boy needs a job. Uh, hey, look at this. We got an email. This is what Town Crier is. The instance at gmail.com is the email address to send things to, or you can alternatively head on over to the instance.net and there is a contact link right there. And you can use that if that's more convenient for you. So use your email, use that. Doesn't matter either way, we get them. This email is from uh Onsan, or I guess that's how you say because it gave me his uh, pronunciation from Ars Discordia Doomhammer US. He says this, hi, Scott, T, Patrick, and Garrett. Uh, was reading through the pre-BFA comics, and the images in Magni and uh, Magni the Speaker gave me pause. He saw in a vision the sword of Sargeras splitting Azeroth into pieces. Do you suppose this could lead to a future expansion with a revamped Azeroth on a deteriorating world a la Draenor circa the Burning Crusade? I think Blizzard would... Oh, my God. <laughs> I think Blizzard I would... don't want that. You don't want that. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I'll let him finish, and then I want to hear why you don't want that. Right, yeah, yeah, I think Blizzard would struggle, perhaps, to pull the trigger this size, but with Vanilla WoW coming out, this could free them from the shackles of nostalgia. Uh, nostalgia. Players could have somewhere to go if they wanted to see uh, Lokmodan and Mulgor once again. Thoughts? Love the show. Keep it rocking. On son. Uh, we have... Um, we already have a very strong cautionary tale uh <laughs> about drastically changing old world and it's called cataclysm i and liked cataclysm though it was it, but, hey listen i like cataclysm too but like the, the all the effort that was poured into redoing old world it, it I, I think it you could make an argument that it wasn't worth it but the quests are better that's the main oh, thing oh i think it was worth it i think the issues with cataclysm were the new zones that people didn't like but the old world was redone and and to be used for years to come. I mean, we're still at, new players who come now to the game are using it still, and the new world is much much better than the old world. I, mm. I mean, I think everyone agrees. I think know? so. I, think uh, old, I don't. I I definitely <laughs> oh, do. The old world look was starting to look like the somebody's foot. Like they needed. To well, agree. they didn't. They didn't make it look any better. It's still the old vanilla textures. Yeah, yeah, it does look better. Mm. Mm, I'm I disagree. Gonna... I'm going to be, I'll meet in the middle on that. There are places that don't look much better. Like there are parts of the barrens that still look like crappy barrens from vanilla. There are trees that are in a, a, that are a crime against humanity that are still in a lot of starting zones. Like my gosh, those trees they are like N64 textures. That, that's my, that's my point. It's well, not like they went through and they replaced all the buildings with new building models. It's not like they went through and replaced all the trees with their more updated tree models, like certain cities. Like, yeah, Brill looks way better, but the rest of, Everything else, including Lordaeron, still looks like a vanilla turd. <laughs> like, why? Why did we? Like, I, I don't know. Like, the, the argument of misplaced effort is always you know, like a, a sketchy one in game design because unless you worked on it, you don't even know. Like, 
how it did or did not affect things. But yeah. Cataclysm, I look at, I'm like that effort probably could have been put elsewhere. Yeah. Because also nowadays, like you buy an expansion, you get a boost. Is how, how many people are really going through and leveling up their old world? Well, I mean, I started a monk the other day, so I don't know what's wrong with me. But, but I, part of the reason I kind of slowed down playing that monk is I hit an area where I was like, oh, dude, look at this. Mm. Like it's it's definitely got some of those problems. But Patrick, you said earlier uh, as I was reading that you this sounds like a bad idea. Why? Why do you disagree with the, the listener? Wait, what were we talking about? The, What's a bad idea? If they split the world in half and really just dranored up the place. Uh, oh, and like redo it again? Yeah. No, well, I I'll meet Garrett on that point. I think it it would be wasted effort if they just redid the old world. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think it would be weird if the new world was the old zones, but like the new expansion zones were the old ones, but modified it. it and also, I just I want Azeroth to to stay Azeroth. I don't want it to be broken into and then we don't have a home. I mean, I understand the value of the story wise. I understand why they might want to do that, but it feels bad. I don't I don't want Azeroth to be a broken planet. How about they yeah. do on the flip yeah. side? I mean, they probably, I would assume, learned their lessons from Cataclysm because another part of yeah. what, what I what I was going to get to, I got sidetracked trying to de- defend my old world <laughs> isn't any prettier now um, uh, portion. But uh, the big issue with Cataclysm, I think a lot of us agree on, is how uh, disjointed it felt. You didn't, there was the, the sense of exploration was kind of gone. You were portal jumping the entire time. Uh, you didn't naturally roll into one zone from another uh, because of the limitations of spreading your zones out around Old World, which which is is a double-edged sword. I really wanted to go to Hydral. I'm really excited that, and glad that we got to go to Hydral and have a quest there, but that came with a limitation of we know where Hydral is and everything around it is for low-level characters, so we can't have a natural kind of leveling progression through, the, through that area. Mm. Um, so maybe if they did blow Azeroth up, they could make a more, um, I don't know, new, like what's the word I'm looking for here? Like smooth transition between your leveling zones. Mm, it could be. I mean, I think they could do something in the in the middle here where they could, um, you take an area like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a good one, but let's say it's um, Thousand Needles. Uh, that's a, the thing that changed big time in Cataclysm. That used to be a thing you could run around in and now it's full of water. So there's no running around yeah. there. Uh, so that was a pretty drastic change, but I like the idea of maybe them surgically doing that. Like this one place, like Sithilus, Syphilis, Sithilus, Silithus, Silithus, Silithus. I can't do that damn word. Uh, Silithus has this thing going on with a sword in its gut. There's no reason why you couldn't tear that place up a little bit and have it be different moving forward. And then in a future expansion, another area has well, that's something. That's what they did. Yeah, they, you're right. They did. So. I like. I think I like that. I think like I like the way they're doing it now, and I don't think they need to go back and change the entirety of Azeroth. I think they can just do it in a more regional way and make that seem alive and changing. and And I think that's cool. Um, I think there's a happy medium there, and I think maybe they're probably already doing the happy medium. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, but I, I I would I would take um, the vision of Magni in this comic as uh, as a warning of what will happen if we don't do something about what's yeah, what's been done to the world. Yeah, he's not predicting the future. He's 
he's foretelling, he's prophesying something that would happen if, if we don't get our poop together. That's what he's saying. He's going, oh, it's going to go bad if you don't do it, laddie, or whatever he'd say in his voice. Right? <laughs> right, right. That's that's my kind of thing. But yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think it's, I think, I think it could be done and I think it could be done well. Yeah. Uh, do I think it will be done? Uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards unlikely. Mm. Well, we shall see. Thank you for the email, one son. And I hope your uh, guild, Ars Discordia, is doing well on Doomhammer US. It's going to do it for the show. Uh, oh, uh, send those emails to the instance. Dot, or sorry, the instance at gmail.com or instance, the instance.net is uh, the other place to go to send us your comments and thoughts. We'll read them right here on the show. Before we go, let's whip it around and tell people about other stuff that's going on. Uh, Patrick, what can I find in your world this week? Uh, I guess the Pixels uh, E3 wrap-up. That is also a boop show, mm -hmm. E3 wrap-up, which we recorded together. If you have been following the E3 craziness from afar and you want to know exactly what happened and what was important to uh, hear about, just go check out Pixels. You look for Pixels in your podcast app. You subscribe, download the latest episode, and there you go. And, uh, and I guess also the Icy Veins podcast, which I'm still doing with the wonderful folks at Icy Veins. We cover all of the Blizzard games. So um, if you want more, less details about WoW, um, but maybe more nitty gritty, uh, but also more details about the other games, go check that out. It's Icy Veins podcast. Very nice. Garrett, what's going on, man? Well, as always, uh, you can go listen to the Angry Chicken for uh, your Hearthstone news. We had uh, Zalay on week and that man is a rich font of amazing hearthstone knowledge and uh he's also just funny as hell uh you should definitely listen i, I think this week's episode was really solid um into the nexus for heroes and i did my own e3 wrap-up on my solo show which is called r2t2 thanks again patrick for the naming idea oh that's yeah. awesome well done yeah, yeah, D yeah. does it scream when it spits itself out of a space alligator it, it it does it does and it and it warms my heart with joy as opposed to i guess rage it sounds like it fills yours with <laughs> it's fine i love star wars <laughs> just beep 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 he's fine whatever um okay that's it for i don't know why i made that sound just now it was like tourette's it was a little a like a good uh, r2d2 i uh, i, I it's like not that bad or should, is it the... you should do a whole show like that <laughs> okay next week be back here <laughs> Uh, for more, like we said, all of those E3 wrap-ups are available on uh, Frenchspin.com and also over at the Boop Show at frogpants.com slash boop. I would really recommend you check those out. They feature not only us discussing all things E3, but they feature a very tired, sort of artificially jet-lagged Patrick. Because it's like middle of the night when he did this stuff. At one point, we were doing the Sony show or the Sony thing at like four in the morning, his time. The Sony one is probably the best one. It was, yeah, it was four in the morning for me. We had been doing this with John, who was wonderful, by the way, the, yeah, the live commentary ones. Yeah. Not all the live commentaries are, are worth listening to, <laughs> but maybe the, the Sony one. Some people would really enjoy them. So Yeah, a lot of people like them. I'm glad, them that, I'm glad they do. I, um, we get all kinds of great feedback on them, and I'm glad about yeah. that. So, so it's different from the wrap-up. The wrap-up show is the proper one, the last one on the feeds, but then you have the live comments with, uh, Scott and John and myself, Sony, four in the morning for me, it was a challenge and yep. it was fun. Well, you were up to it. So there it is. Go check those out. Good fun to be had by all. I believe that is going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening. The instance.net for anything you might need. And I mean anything. It's all of our links, all of our stuff, all of our stuff and things. That's right. You heard me say it twice. Uh, so go check that out. You can also find more 
Great shows at frogpants.com and follow us on Twitter. Not Patrick, the underscore T, Scott Johnson, Garrett Art, and Instance Show. It's going to do it for us. We'll see you next time. Stranglethorn Scallywags attempt to rehabilitate reputation backfires big time. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The Bloodsail Buccaneers have had a big problem over the past several years. With the military campaigns moving far from their jungle harbors, the supply of ships for them to attack and pillage has almost completely dried up. With the clan on the verge of bankruptcy, Fleet Admiral Tethys had to take drastic action. He decided to take the Buccaneers legitimate and convert their feared galleons and sloops into tall ships' pleasure cruise vessels. It was a crazy idea, but so crazy that it just might work. To pull this radical restructuring off, however, a massive public relations campaign would be required to encourage tourists to become friendly with the blood sales, something that would up to now qualify someone as insane. Unfortunately, the underling that Tethys chose to entrust with this effort was his matey Natters. The hosen, clearly in over his head, drew up a decidedly low-quality pamphlet and contracted with massive mail-order company Stranglethorn to deliver it to the mailbox of every person in Azeroth and do so several dozen times. Unsurprisingly, this campaign has cratered the already poor reputation of the blood sales. Every time someone checks their mail, they see a new batch of messages, all with the same subject line. Arg, mateys, we be updating our piracy policies. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.